Hey y'all, welcome to Weekly Woo with Chels. I'm Chels Holmes, an intuitive astrologer and tarot reader, offerings, readings, classes, events, and more with this Woo Woo stuff. Each week on this podcast, I'll give you a rundown of the astrological energies for the week ahead and some ideas on how you can work with them. So first, I'll give you the lunar rundown for the week. Today, Sunday, we have the moon in Cancer, and the Cancer new moon is going to happen on Monday at 1.32 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll get a void moon late night from about 10 p.m. to midnight on Monday, and then the moon will move into Leo Tuesday through Thursday. It'll be void again from 9 a.m. to noon on Thursday before it moves into Virgo. On Saturday, we'll get another late night void moon before it moves into Libra for the rest of the weekend. So a reminder that a void moon is a rest period when the moon is no longer aspecting other planets before it changes signs. So it's not the time to send or do the important things, but a great moment to take a break, find some rest, and let the insights come to you. Okay, so before we jump into the transits this week, just want to say like buckle up y'all. <laughs> Almost daily, we have a difficult or challenging bit of astrology partnered with one that eases things up a bit. So vibe is roller coaster. And let's just hope that it's a fun one, not a like, get me off this thing, I'm going to throw up kind of roller coaster. So on Monday, we have the full moon in Cancer, we have Mercury square to Jupiter and the lunar nodes shifting to Aries and Libra for the start of the new 18 month eclipse cycle. It's a lot of energy and it's a lot to break down. So first, let's take the easy one, <laughs> Mercury square to Jupiter. So while squares are usually tension, asking us to shift or move, a square to Jupiter tends to be a nice catalyzing energy. So you may be communicating and thinking about how you can bring more enjoyment and more stability into your life with Jupiter in Taurus. So onto the big stuff, because this vibe will be rolled in there as well. The lunar nodes are going to shift at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, putting them into two of the cardinal signs, Aries and Libra just in time for the exact full moon to happen in, you guessed it, another cardinal sign, and adding a little extra boost to the brand new energy and way of dealing with things that we're going to be experiencing with this new moon. So reminder that the nodes are mathematical calculation points. They're not like actual things and bodies in the sky. And they're how we calculate where the eclipses will happen for that 18 month cycle. So the North node of growth and lessons and challenges in this lifetime will now be in Aries, asking us to embrace our spark of passion, our drive, our independence. And personally, I'm calling for a rebrand of the word selfish, because this is a time when we're putting our needs and desires at the forefront and selfish does not have to be a bad thing. It can just mean we're putting on our oxygen mask first before we tend to others. That's a big part of the time spent on the axis of Aries and Libra with the south node of releasing of our comfort zone in Libra, where we tend to lean into compromise and often into people pleasing. So we're releasing the need to self-sacrifice. We're releasing things that have kept us unbalanced and even letting go of some of the need for everything to always feel fair because, well, it just isn't a lot of the time. So that's the cliff notes of the nodal shift. So as a reminder, this is where the eclipses are going to start to occur. We did get one hit of an Aries eclipse back at the end of April. If you think back to around April, I believe 21st it was. 
they'll start to get the next hit of things later on this fall in October. If you would like a personalized rundown of how this shift will affect you, you can book a 30-minute virtual astrology reading and use the code NODES as che- at checkout. It's N-O-D-E-S. Um, I will warn you, I am out of town for a good bit of the last um, week of July, so be sure to book soon if you don't want to miss out on this because that code is only live until July 31st. Okay, so back to Monday. On the moon day, we have a new moon. This lunation, again, will occur at 1.32 p.m. Central Standard Time at 24 degrees of Cancer. So this new moon is going to be in an opposition with Pluto, a trine to Neptune, and a sextile to Uranus. So the opposition to Pluto is bringing some really big transformation vibes. The trine to Neptune is showing us how the changes that we make can get us closer than ever to like our big dreams and goals. And the sextile to Uranus gives us the need to do things differently and in an innovative way. New moons are often for manifesting and calling in. This lunation, I actually don't recommend doing any big heavy manifestation or ritual work. Uh, because similar to an eclipse with this moon in an opposition to Pluto and a sextile to Uranus, expect the unexpected and for things to just be a little bit more difficult to move forward with than a typical new moon. It's going to bring up a lot of feels around the structures and relationships in your life that you set up for yourself and how they help you or hold you back. All of this along with the moving of the nodes about an hour before into cardinal signs where they will then square this lunation. It's just a whole lot of energy to try to harness for a meaningful manifestation. And a lot of it is things that will bring up stuff to the surface to be dealt with. And you don't necessarily want to have like all of that along with what you're trying to call in. So the nice thing, this trine to Neptune softens the harder edges of the Pluto opposition. It's going to show you where you actually do have things in your life that can be really supportive, especially for you emotionally so that you're able to move towards your goals. So with this lunation, it's going to be a big swell of feels. It is a new moon in Cancer. And with the Uranus involvement, try not to make any quick impulsive decisions. It's a day to just fully release expectations that you have long outgrown and embrace how you're feeling to understand where you're headed next. Okay, so then we get a couple days. And on Thursday, we have a transit that honestly we've been feeling for about a week now this is not easy it's the mars opposition to saturn so on the same day the sun will try neptune once again we have a tougher transit with one that's a little more positive to somewhat soften the blow so saturn and mars opposing each other is action and passion in the crosshairs of restriction and responsibility So my biggest advice is to take things slow and steady and know that you're going to have to make a like for reals plan with commitment to be able to get things done that it's going to be a little bit harder to accomplish things generally unless you have it really laid out. Saturn rewards hard work, right? And when Mars is very quickly running through, Mars is like, I want to make it happen. I want to do it now. And Saturn's like, that's great. But here's like the 45 steps you have to do to actually make it happen. We're going to continue to feel this way for the remainder of the week, really into early next week as the planets separate. But it will be most present as it's exact on Thursday. Thankfully, again, that sun trying to Neptune can help us to process and let the emotions come up that 
bubble from us feeling a little bit stuck. So we can understand the lessons that Saturn and Mars are bringing up for us in their opposition. Thankfully, because we have Neptune able to give us a little bit of a different perspective between Pisces and the sun and Cancer around how we're actually feeling about this stuckness. On Friday, we get a little blessing of Mercury trying to Chiron, directly followed by the sun opposing Pluto and bringing down the mood. So again, we get this push pull of great astrology and oh dang, a little bit more difficult. So Mercury trying to Chiron is helping us to express ourselves and our needs. The sun opposing Pluto is bringing to light maybe more of your colorful personality than you necessarily intended and a whole lot of feels. So Pluto brings change and often information to the forefront that we've not necessarily wanted to deal with. And with Mercury trying to Chiron, this is the time to actually process and heal what surfaces. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it's well worth it to be able to move forward. With the sun in its last degree of cancer, this is kind of tying with a bow the story of a lot of the emotions and feelings you've been processing throughout cancer season. So on Saturday, we do have the sun moving into Leo and we have the much anticipated Venus stationing retrograde. I feel like I've been talking about the Venus retrograde for weeks now, and I have because this pre-retrograde shadow period has brought up so much for so many of you with regards to relationships, money and finances shifting, how you're feeling about your values and what's important to you and a whole bunch of self-worth kind of feels. So pay attention to what bubbled up for you since June 19th and know that it's time to start addressing it by the end of this week. So from July 22nd through September 3rd, all of those topics are up for evaluation. You're going to be focused on what's not working for you anymore and how you can do things differently. I always like to remind that a retrograde is not a bad thing. It's just a force slowing down so that the things we've always done or dynamics we take for granted are brought into view in a different way and we can really determine if it's something to move forward with. So we'll get the Venus Kazemi where it makes its conjunction with the sun on August 13th and that marks the halfway point of the retrograde giving us a little insight into where we're headed. Venus will station direct at 12 degrees of Leo on September 3rd and by October 7th it will have made its way all the way back to 28 degrees of Leo, clearing its retro shade. So, and I forgot to mention this on Friday, it will station retrograde at 28 degrees of Leo. So if you have any planets between 12 and 28 of a fixed sign, that's Aquarius, Scorpio, Taurus, and then obviously Leo, you'll feel this most acutely as Venus makes a more difficult, challenging aspect to those signs as it retrogrades. It's going to be either in an opposition or a square. We cannot forget that on Saturday, we also have the beginning of Leo season as the sun moves into the sign. We've already had a whole bunch of Leo energy to contend with as the summer has moved along because we had Mars there for a few months. Venus is going to be hanging out all summer long and then Mercury is currently in the sign. So when the sun's in Leo, we're shining a bit more brightly with our full personalities. We're ready to step up and take the lead in our lives. It's definitely main character energy. Leo is also very creative and playful. So if you've been stuck working all summer so far, this is the time to enjoy some fun. Do a craft project. Get into the sunshine. Just don't forget your SPF. We get to be a little more social once we're out of the cancer season feels, and it can be a good time to just have a good time. The only sort of downer 
is that we do have Venus will be retrograding through Leo the entire time the sun is in Leo. So there's a little bit of a, um, yes, embrace your Leo energy. Look to the place where it falls in your chart and focus on those topics in that house. But also know things are likely to be a little less of able to like drive your passion and your usual Leo um, light into a situation. And you're going to have to take it a little softer, a little slower with that Venus retrograde. Okay, y'all, that is the week for you. That's a whole lot of things happening. Um, stay tuned for card of the day every day this week, because I feel like we'll get a little bit more insight in the morning and how to navigate some of these transits, especially because again, almost every transit, we have one that's a little challenging, one that's a little softer. And I'm just hopeful that we can kind of manage all of the energy at once to have an okay week. (laughs) So to book an astrology or tarot reading, both virtually and in person around Dallas, Texas, you can visit www.thiswooostuff.com. Have a wonderful week, y'all, and I will talk to you next Sunday.